Are you ready tonight for the word of God? Are you ready for God to speak to your lives tonight? Tonight, I want us to go and, 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 and engage the word of God under the topic which says, you will arise. You will arise. You will arise. Somebody is arising tonight. Somebody's things are going to take a different direction tonight. Somebody's life is going to change in the name of Jesus. I wish I could hear an amen. Things I miss about church, they would say, give your neighbor a high five. So somebody's life is going to change. Somebody is going to arise. Now let's go straight to reading the word we're going to find the scripture reading of tonight from the book of Luke we're going to read the book of Luke chapter number 15 we will start from verse number 11 to verse number 24 Luke 15 from verse number 11 Luke 15 from verse number 11 and it reads and he said a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father father Give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he went, fain have filled his belly, with the husks that the swine did eat and no man as and no man gave unto him number 17 and when he came to himself he said how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare and i perish with hunger i will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Verse number 19. And am not worthy, am, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said, to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Verse number 23, and bring hither the fetid calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Number 24, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began 
to be merry. Father, bless the reading of the word, oh, and speak to us tonight and correctly interpret it and may it change our lives and may it have great impact in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. We were reading about the story of uh, a prodigal son, a son who one day he decided that I need a portion of what belongs to me from my father's wealth. I need a portion of what belongs to me. He says, Father, divide your wealth amongst me and my brother. The father did according to what he said. The Bible shows that in a few days, he took what belonged to him and went to a far country. And that is where he spent all that belonged to him. So this boy took whatever belonged to him. The Bible says that he went and spent it all. He went and spent it all. When he is spending it all, the Bible shows us that he joined himself to the citizen of that country. He joined himself to the citizen of that country. Reason being, he had finished his all. He had finished his all. He had finished his all. So I want you to be careful. I want you to be careful that if you finish your all, you might join yourself to people whom you're not supposed to join yourself with. The word of God shows us that because he had finished his all and joined himself to the a citizen of that country, it, the Bible shows us that in verse number 16 that no one was giving him anything. No one was giving unto him. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you have finished your all and such that no one cares, no one no, uh, wants to give you anything, no one wants to even associate with you. It was the situation of this son. He finished everything that his father gave him, and then decision was that I'll just throw myself to the citizen of this world, and I'll just become whatever. The danger of 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 taking what belongs to you and go and 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 and. and finish it out there it is that you will throw yourselves into the hands of wrong people and let me tell you one thing people have a tendency of not caring when it gets to another stage of life people have a tendency of not caring they will just look at you and 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 they won't care the bible says this 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 young man people were not giving him anything and then he took a decision that i'm 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 i'm, I'm going to uh, he, he, he got a job. He, he used to feed swine. He ended up eating the, 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 the husks which he was using to feed the swine. How, how poor it is because his father was a very wealthy man. But look at him. He's finding himself in a situation where he's eating husks. Have you ever found yourself in the lowest of situation where you eat the lowest of things possible in life? You know, life forcing you to eat from the ground, to eat from, 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 from things that fall off people's tables, eating husks. I want to encourage somebody to, to, to say, if your situation uh, uh, took you to a, a position like the one of this uh, prodigal son, you will arise today. Your life will change. Things will go differently for you. 
things will go differently for you. I want us to check the following verses bit by bit and I want to inter uh, uh, um, interpret them by the spirit of the Lord as he's going to help us. Now I want us to go straight to verse number 18 and start taking it from there this young man realized that you know what life is no longer good i'm eating husks and things are not okay the bible shows us in verse number 18 that um uh, 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 um let's first check verse number 17 and when he came to himself and when he came to himself the bible says he came to himself i want to invite somebody tonight uh, 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 saying to the, to you it will take courage it will take strength for you to come to yourself you are the first person who's going to help you since nobody will care the bible says no one was giving him anything you are the first person who's responsible to help yourself if you want to rise you are the first person. The Bible says he came to himself. He says, and when he came to himself, he said, how many of my uh, uh, father's hired servants have enough bread and to spare? And I perish with hunger. Huh? I mean, think about it. How many of your uh, father's hired servants have this and that and enough to spare? And you perish with hunger. This young man came to himself. This young man had to realize it and he had to put it in his own mind that you know what I, I, my father's hired servant have had they have enough i think i should stand up i think i should come to myself i'm inviting somebody to say hello come back to your senses come back to your senses come back to your senses the bible shows us in verse number 18 that's where i want us to start focusing on he, the bible says that he says i will arise and go to my father and I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. These things, this young man, he's speaking them by himself. He's alone. He's still in a foreign land. He says, I will arise. I will arise. Keynote number one, I want you to note in this uh, scripture and verse, this young man started to speak. This young man started to decree. This young man started to declare. Because the word of God says in the book of Job 22 verse 28 in the KJV, Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy ways. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And the light shall shine upon thy way. Whatever you will decree, God will establish it. God had to establish this young man's word because he says, I will arise. He was speaking to himself. It is important to corner yourself sometimes and to speak sense into your head and to speak to yourself and say to yourself, I will arise. I will go back. I will arise. I will go back. I don't know in which area of your life did you make a U-turn and face the opposite direction which is taking you to nowhere. Say to yourself, speak to yourself, I will arise. God promises us in the book of Job. He says, whatever you shall decree, I will establish. Whatever you are going to say tonight in your life, God is going to establish it. This young man started to, to speak in verse number 18. He was speaking and guess what? In verse number 20, 
the, 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 his words became fulfilled. In verse number 20, we see here his words becoming fulfilled. Indeed, he arose. Indeed, he arose. Tell yourself that I will arise. Tell yourself that I will get married. Tell yourself that I will go back to school. Tell yourself that I will start that business. Even if people don't approve of you, speak uh, to yourself. Speak to yourself. Even if people can say, why are you speaking to yourself? It's not normal to speak to yourself child of God declare those things speak those things the Lord is hearing you speak those things the Lord is hearing you declare if you want to see your things become fulfilled let's jump to verse number 19 it says and am no more worthy to be called thy son Make me as one of thy hired servant. He's still speaking to himself. He says, I will arise and go to my father. And I will say to my father, I am no more worthy to be called your son. And make me one of thy hired servant. This verse taught me something. I picked up something in this verse, connecting it to the previous one. This young man was giving in his heart he was symbolizing humility he was symbolizing humbleness if you are going to take a decision to go back to the drawing board you have to be humble you have to show humility especially if you're going to want the lord to help you in whatever you plan to do you have to be humble you have to show humility this young man, he was showing humbleness. He was showing a sign of surrender. He was showing a sign of going down and allowing God to be. He was showing a sign of allowing God to increase and by himself going down. When you humble yourself, it forces God to listen to what you are saying. When you humble yourself, it forces God to listen to what you are saying. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 4 verse 10 in the KJV, Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. I believe you me, that is why this young man, uh, when we read, that is why he got the treatment he got. Because from the word go, when he told himself he was going to arise, he, 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 he took it from the bottom with the heart of humility, with the heart of humbleness. And the word says, if you humble yourself, the Lord is automatically going to lift you up. Look, look at something in the book of Daniel, verse number 10. Daniel chapter 10, verse number 12 in the NIV. Daniel chapter 10, verse number 12 in the NIV. Listen to this. Then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding. Since the first day you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself. Since the first day you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself. Since when? The first day. Since when? The first day. What, did the what was the first thing Daniel did? Was to set his mind to understand and to humble himself. I say... First thing first, set your mind to understand. Set your mind to humble yourself. Set your mind to have humility. That is if you want the treatment which equals the one the prodigal son got. The word of God says here in Daniel, since you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words 
were heard. Your words were heard. Your words were heard. Hey? Your words were heard. When you did what? When you did what? When you set your mind to humble yourself. Your words were heard. When you set your mind to humble yourself. That is why I say speak. That is why I say speak. Speak to yourself. Speak those things. This young man said, I will arise. The Bible says to, to, in the book of Daniel, your words were heard when you, when you set to humble yourself. If automatically, by just humbling yourself, you invite God to come and listen to what you are saying. By just humbling yourself, by just going down, by just showing a sign of surrender, you invite God to come and listen to what you are saying. The Bible says your words were heard and I have come in response to them. Oh my God. God says, Daniel, I have come in response to your word. You know what? It's, it's, it's not difficult to invite God to come and intervene in your situation. Speak and be humble. Speak and be humble. Automatically you invite the presence of the Lord to come and listen to what you are saying and respond. The word says, the word of God says in Daniel, I have come in response to your word. The first time you set your mind to understand and you set your mind to humble yourself. When you spoke, we heard it. When you spoke, I God, I heard it and I have come in response to your word. God came in response to the word of the, son, of, of the prodigal son because he had humbled himself. He spoke something and thereafter he put it to himself to say, I need to humble myself. I need to be honest with myself. Yeah? I need to be honest with my father that I messed up here. I need to be honest. I messed up. So if you are honest with God, he will come to respond to the words you spoke. Huh? And this young man could have thought that he's speaking to himself. He could have thought that I'm speaking useless things. I'm speaking alone. But let me tell you something. The Lord is forever present. He's always ready to hear us when we speak. And especially if we are honest. And especially if you're going to humble yourself. Let's jump over to verse number 20. The word of God says, and he arose, just as he said, and he arose, huh? just as he said, decree a thing and it shall be established. In verse number 20, it shows us that, and he arose and he came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and he had compassion and he ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Listen to this. And he arose just as he said. Huh? His word was fulfilled. His word was established. The things he was speaking came to pass. He did arise. He did arise. One thing I want you to note. He arose. He came to his father. Huh? This young man in the way of speaking, he probably did not know and it, it, it didn't even hit his mind that when he is speaking his words he's, and when he is humbling himself, he's inviting God to come. He's inviting God to, to respond to his situation just by speaking, just by, by, by being humble. He's, he's inviting God. He does not yet know maybe when he was on the way, when he was arising, when he was walking. Hmm? I mean, when he was on his way home now. When he was on his way home, on his journey home to his father, the Bible says he arose and came to his father on his way. He probably didn't know that God had already responded to his words. It probably didn't even hit his mind that, you know what, what I spoke, what I declared, God answered it, God fulfilled it. It didn't hit his mind. He's just minding his own business. How powerful are words? How powerful are words? He's on his way home. Look at this. When he's on his way home, 
His father saw him. He had compassion and he ran towards him. Hmm? He ran towards him. This is very shocking. He probably was having a shock of his life when he saw his father. He probably was having a shock of his life. Maybe he was expecting him to, to mistreat him. Maybe he was, like, like as he said, he put it in, in this sense that my father must just take me as one of his hired servants. Huh? That, that, that is what was in his mind. But the Lord is full of love. The Lord is full of love. If you come back to him, if you decide to do things his way, he will, he will shock you. He will take you in a, to another level, to another place you never imagined yourself going. This young man found himself in a shocking situation, thinking that my father is running to me. The Bible says the father ran to him. He hugged and kissed him. To him, it was a shock, but he didn't know that the words he spoke, him being humble, it invited God and it invited God to do something in his father's heart to say, you know what, this young man, he, he has a genuine uh, 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 sorrow in his heart. He's very sorry. He's, he regrets for what he has done. So God was fulfilling his word. God was fulfilling his word. Check this out. <laughs> when the son, the son was not yet uh, uh, at home. The Bible says he saw his father from afar. They are seeing each other from a distance. And the Bible says, instead of the son arriving at home, the father takes a step of coming close to him. The father takes a step, decision. The father sees the son far. He decides to drop everything he's doing and to run towards him. The Bible says he ran. He ran towards the son, he hugged him, and he kissed him. Listen to this. The word of God backs it, it, itself up. The word of God says in the book of James, verse number, chap, uh, chapter 4, verse number 8 in the NKJV. James 4, 8. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. God had to fulfill this scripture. This son said, I'm going home. I'm going to my father. I'm drawing near. That is why the father had to take his step of saying, draw near, I draw near. You draw near, I draw near. You come, I come. You take a step, I take a step. That is why I say you are the first person to help yourself. Take a step and then God will also take his step towards helping you. Take your step. Draw near to God. He will draw near to you. I'm sure it was shocking to the son. Why is my father jumping at me? Why is my father hugging me? Why is my father kissing me? He's expecting to be thrown to, the, to, to, to be one of the workers or one of the field workers whatsoever. One of the hired servants. He's, that is what he's expecting. But the word of God had to be fulfilled. Draw near, I will draw near. You draw near, I will draw near. That is why his father had to meet him. The father saw that this young man took a decision. Back then, he took a decision. He took a step to come home. Let me meet him on the way. Let me draw near because he's already taken a step. I want to invite somebody to say, draw near. Take a step. Get closer to God. Move closer to him. You will see the things that he will do for you. They are amazing. Take a step. You are the first person to help yourself. Take that step. Even if it feels like it is... It, 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 it is impossible. How will God intervene? This young man did not know. He, he, in, in fact, he predicted his, his father's actions and he was wrong. 
He was predicting that his father would make him one of the hired servants. And his father, he threw a party for him. He threw a party. Some of you are missing great opportunities because you are still seated. I say, arise 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 go back to your father go and make things right if ever you took a wrong decision if ever you took a wrong direction stand up and go back to the father and the lord will help you fix things the Bible says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. God had, make, had to take his step, had to make sure that he, the, this step is fulfilled. He had to make sure that this step takes place. Hallelujah, somebody. That is why you don't have to condemn yourself in life. That is why you don't have to condemn yourself because you don't know what is in your father's heart. Don't think on his behalf. Huh? You don't know what is in his heart. Don't say my father will make me a hired servant he wants to make you the ceo he wants to put you in charge of things huh go back to your father carry your things carry whatever you have carry whoever you are whatever you are with whatever you've lost carry yourself and go back to your father and he will make things become fulfilled in your life i want you to listen to this this verse does not say fix things and then draw near to me this verse does not say fix yourself up and then draw near to me. This verse does not say go and collect whatever you lost or go and put together your life wherever you squandered it and then come draw near to me. As you are, draw near to me. As you are, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. God doesn't even want you to put anything on the table. Just come as you are. Rise the way you are and go back to your father. You will see things. You will see miracles. He has great plans for you. He has great opportunities for you. Pick up yourself like that. Don't even try and fix yourself and alter yourself. Carry yourself the way you are and go back to your father. Arise the way you are. Arise the way you are. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hmm? Just take a step and come near to God. He will come near to you. In the name of Jesus. Verse number 21. And the son said unto him. He's talking to the father. Father, I have sinned against heaven. And in thy sight. And I am no more worthy to be called your son. Father, I have sinned against heaven. I have sinned against you. I'm no more worthy to be called your son. I've picked up one thing. I've picked up a few things in this verse. Number one, this young man is accepting his wrong. In before his father, he's accepting his wrong. When you go before the Lord, child of God, go before God and be honest. Be honest that Lord, I messed up. I'm wrong. I'm not even worthy of this and that. I'm wrong. This young man, he humbled himself. He made sure he, he goes down. He says, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm no longer with you. Eh? He confessed to his father. And that is why he, he managed to obtain mercy. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs 28 verse 13 in the ESV. Whosoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper. But he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. That is why this young man obtained mercy. There is mercy awaiting you, child of God. As you are, there is 
abundance of mercy waiting for you. There is abundance of mercy waiting for you. Oh my God, how the Lord loves you. He just wants to hug you. He just wants to kiss you. Come to him the way you are. There is abundance of mercy for you. There is abundance of mercy for you. Verse number 22 reads like this. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Oh my God, listen to this. Listen to this. A young man is coming with a mentality that I might, I might be made one of, of the field workers. I might be made one of the hired servants. It, automatically when he just scoops down and says, Lord, I know I've messed it up, Father. I know I, I've, I've wronged, acknowledging his wrong. The father says, you know what? Bring the best robe, bring the shoes, bring the ring. Oh my God. Oh my God. I picked up something. Check this out. Verse number 22 starts with the word, but verse number 22, it, it starts with the word, but I want you to see something here. The word, but is expressing so much grace. This word is expressing so much grace. The father is saying, I hear everything you are saying. I hear you are acknowledging your wrong, but grace comes in. Grace comes in. I mean, mercy comes in. Oh, the love of God comes in. Because our, our God is full of mercy. He's full of love. He's, full, he's, he's got it all. His heart is so big. He, 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 he just wants to, to, to cover you. He just wants to, to wrap you around himself. The word expresses so much grace. The Bible says in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 14 in the KJV, and the grace of our Lord was exceeding, abundant, and the grace of our Lord, our Lord was exceeding, abundant, and the grace of our Lord was exceeding, abundant. The word but carried a lot of grace. The word but was erasing every other thing that he ever did. The father didn't want to even concern himself by what the, 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 the son did previously. Grace was there in abundance. Grace was there. There was exceeding grace. There's too much grace to cover you, child of God. There's too much grace to cover your mess. There's too much grace to cover the mistakes which you did. Just come back to the father. He's waiting to embrace you. He's waiting to wrap his hands around you. There's too much abundance of grace. The word of God says in the book of Ephesians 2, verse number 4 in the NLT, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much. The Lord is so rich in mercy. That is why he treated this young man the way he did. The father is so rich in mercy. God is so rich in mercy. The God is so rich in grace. He's so rich in love. He has enough for all of us. I'm here to invite somebody to say arise, 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 arise. Stand up on your feet and the Lord will make things happen for you. This word, the word but, it signifies and, 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 and it signifies grace and love. Though the son had behaved badly in the past, I mean, though the son, 
he put just because he put it in his mind he was sensible about it himself he was sensible about it himself he made he, he moved the heart of god he moved the, the mercies of god he moved the love of god eh? i mean himself he he was desiring to be a hired servant he he says i'm no longer worthy to be called a son eh? i mean he, he 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 sinned against his father i mean mercy was supposed to take place because of the way he he saw things because of the way he handled things hey but look at something the father that is why i said the mercies of god are so much the father did not order him to be taken out of his presence that's number one the father did not say uh-uh where now you messed up Arian. he did not hire his security protocol to take this young man to say no take him out this one yeah in fact he ran towards him he ran towards him that is why i said earlier don't condemn yourself arise don't condemn yourself arise the father did not order him to be thrown out the father did not terrify him the father did not curse him the father did not condemn him oh my god the father did not put it in his mind to terrify him oh my god the father did not put his 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 mind to remind the young man about the former things god is not going to remind you where you fell god is not going to remind you where you made a mistake he's just gonna love you he's just gonna hug you he's just gonna help you go up hallelujah somebody the father is ready and waiting for you the father is ready and waiting for you oh my god the father is not going to remind you where you messed up in life oh my god hmm? in fact he's going to bestow you with honor with high favor with blessings huh and this is how the father expressed his feelings towards this young man the following three points i want you to note, note the following three points and then i'm out number one this is how the father expressed his feelings towards the young man the father said bring forth the best robe the first thing he said he said bring forth the best robe what does this mean pastor muriel what does this indicate this teaches us that the father regards and shows us he was in haste to have his son appear in a better condition he he was in haste to have his son appear in a better condition bring the best robe eh? the father is in haste he wants you to appear in the best condition ever like like, like ever before like ever before he says bring the best bring the best rope and they put it on him and put it on him hmm? the, the the lord wants to put the best robe on you the lord wants to dress you he wants to dress you he wants to rearrange you and change you in a beautiful way he wants you to be in a better condition the second thing he says the second thing i want you to note he says put a ring on his hand put a ring on his hand the lord taught me something in this in this uh, line he says it is indicating the seal by grace of their relationship 
it is in indicating the seal when he when he put the ring on his finger he says the, he says put a ring on his finger that was to indicate by grace the seal of the relationship he wanted to have with the son he want he wanted him and as father and son to be united to be joined that is why he said also put a ring on his finger the lord wants to put a ring on your finger only if you can rise and go back to the father only if you can rise the lord wants to put a ring on your finger the last thing i want you to note he says and put shoes on his feet and put shoes on his feet what does this indicate this is indicating how he should walk as of now going forward he says put shoes on his feet it's indicating how he should walk he must no longer walk barefooted he must walk upright he must walk straight he must not walk carnally he must not walk earthly he must walk spiritually he must walk heavenly hmm? he should walk with prudence he should walk with care he should walk worthy of the call hallelujah somebody the lord says put shoes on his feet direction of how he should walk as of now going forward the lord wants to direct how you should walk he wants to dress your feet because he can see your feet they are bare so i want to invite somebody to say arise arise tonight you are rising tonight rise and go back to your father he loves you he wants to cover you he wants to give you the best he wants you to be in the best condition ever in the mighty name of jesus the lord is good the lord is very much mindful of you i want us to go and pray tonight you are going to pray for yourself and you are going to say to God, where I've messed up, be honest with your God. Be humble and watch God, what God is going to do. What he did for the prodigal son, he's also going to do for you. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you this evening. Thank you for such a powerful word we've just heard. Lord, we saw what you did for the son who decided, mighty God, to go back to his senses. I pray that in every area of my life everyone who's watching right now who's gonna pray whatever prayer they're praying lord hear them the bible says this young man spoke to himself and like you did unto daniel you said daniel when you humbled yourself i heard your words when you humbled yourself i heard your words father even as we are going to humble ourselves as your children you must hear what we are going to say and you must fulfill like you promised like you promised us in in the book of job father god i say like you said to daniel you said daniel i came in response of your words father i want you to respond to our word and when you respond to our word you do what the father did to the son when he was still afar he ran to him and he hugged him and he kissed him father god i pray in the name of jesus that here are your children here are your people wherever they are going to pray when they are going to to take a step to come back to you father god meet them on the way meet them on the way because you said draw near to me and i will draw near to you when they take a step father god also take a step in the mighty name of jesus bestow unto them the best honor and the best favor and the best grace because the word of god says you are full of grace you are full of mercy you are full of truth in the mighty name of jesus father we thank you we give you glory we give you honor you are able oh god father you are a loving god and we are coming back to you with whatever we have wronged you we are saying lord god almighty because you're not gonna condemn us father god we come to you lord god almighty hoping and believing lord god almighty that 
you have the best in store for us. Lord, I thank you for this prayer and I thank you for answering it in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody says, Amen.